Welcome to CDM Media's Marketing Insights. I'm your host, J.D. Miller. We have an exciting podcast for you today as we dive into the future of event marketing with Patrick Smith, CMO of Cvent. We at CDM Media are excited to partner with Cvent to bring the best of event marketing and strategy to leaders across the globe. With over 4,000 employees, 21,000 customers, and over 200,000 users worldwide, Cvent Solutions optimize the entire event management value chain and have enabled clients around the world to manage millions of meetings and events. Today, I'm going to pick his brain on the challenging landscape of event marketing and management and what to expect in 2022 and beyond. There is so much to pack in here. You don't want to miss this. When we come back, Patrick Smith. Patrick, thank you so much for for joining us here for the podcast today. And there's a lot I want to dive into, especially as marketers are preparing to have a successful 2022 and beyond, really setting up the groundwork for that. What's different today versus pre-pandemic in strategy and outreach? Yeah, that's a great question, JD. We get this one a lot. Um, you know, I, I think there's there's a lot of things that have changed since the pandemic started, some that we're still going through, some that will last probably forever. Um, out in the time. But I, I think one of those is that this is really the time for organizations to harness their thought leadership more than ever before. Um, you know, when, when there's a time of, of crisis going on, people look to leaders in times of crisis. So um, we really lean heavily into thought leadership. It was always part of our strategy before, but now it, it was, we were more than just a, a provider of software. We were a provider of advice, of guidance, of connecting people to others that, that have similar issues to talk through. So you really have to take your rightful spot in the ecosystem and, and help people connect and solve their problems. And that goes beyond just what our software can do. You know, another thing is obviously when you can't really meet in person and you can't even fly for sales conversations or events to the level you could before, digital marketing gets extremely important. So that's something that that has, uh, it was always a part of our strategy, but even more so. And I think things like realizing that tried and true tactics like webinars were very popular before the pandemic, got extremely popular during the pandemic, but there is fatigue now. There's people that have been to so many webinars, they just don't want to go anymore. So how to up-level your, th- your webinars, how to make them mini virtual events, how to you know, make it a series that people can keep coming back to that has engaging elements, that isn't voiceover PowerPoint. These are some of the things that, that's really served us well at Cvent. And obviously we're using our own technology for uh, the webinar platform that I just discussed. Zoom fatigue is a real thing, right? For a lot of people out there. Talk to me about the benefits of even if it's virtual, like we're talking here today, that that face-to-face, but talk to me about how the value of face-to-face has shifted over this pandemic and where you see that going. Yeah. So I think the first thing about face-to-face, because you can hold meetings safely these days, um, you know, obviously you have to be very attuned to the local requirements and the things going on safety-wise that that the authorities are talking about, but people have been meeting face-to-face throughout the pandemic and certainly more so as things have waxed and waned. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, the benefits of face-to-face, first of all, I I just see a lot of passion where people are actually physically saying hi to someone. Um, It's almost a reunion of sorts where they're really glad to be back and talking to people. Um, But what you get with face-to-face is, is that experience like no other when when the lights go down and the big screen comes up and the opener plays it's really an, a galvanizing energizing thing and even when we ran our cvent connect user conference as a hybrid event 
the, the audience virtually could feel the energy on site. So there's nothing like having people in a room doing things together. Even if it's not a big user conference, just having people congregated together is special these days. So I think people feel that. But the ability to shake hand, break bread, look someone in the eye, have a conversation, while we're having a good conversation here virtually, there's nothing like doing that in person. And I think that's always going to last, which is why we're really bullish about the power of in-person events out into time, because there's just nothing like it. At the same time, virtual is still going to be important. It's still going to be a big part of the mix, and it should be a part of the mix. Talk to me about your partners that you guys work with, and and decisioning has changed for a lot of these these partners out there, and, and as they look to 2022 and, and, and beyond, talk to me what you're seeing out there as far as your partners, how quickly they're making decisions um, um, from a business standpoint, and, and how those look a bit different. Yeah, so if you're talking about from the perspective of prospects buying from you um, and the ones are working with that way, you know, I think at the end of the day, they're they're really looking for a partner, not a vendor. They're looking for someone who can work with them and give them the advice and has the relationships and has the community that they can leverage and obviously has the software solutions as well or whatever other solutions you're providing, be that hardware or consulting advice, you name it. Um, so I, I think they're looking more and more for that partner for the long term, for someone who can be a guide as well as a solution provider. And solution provider means more than just what you're offering through your product. Um, but also the, the way people are buying is different. You know, in this digital world, they're looking to do a ton of research before talking to you. It's something that we've seen um, where, you know, 60, 80 percent of the buying journey has already been done before anyone um, picks up the phone and talks to you. So knowing that is really important. So what we try to do at Cvent is be found everywhere. We want to be found when someone has a need, whether that's um, popping up in a search result or that's in a publication they're reading or out on social media or our website, you name it, or an event we want to go to. It's being found when someone has an acute need and you can be there for them. That attitude is something that really drives a lot of our marketing strategy and I think fits with what's going on where people are all about wanting a solution to their problems beyond what they had before. It's that advice, that guidance, that partnership that really is, is something that, that I see our prospects and customers wanting from CBET. That's always a challenge, right, as a marketer is being found. Right. And talk to me a little bit about that challenge of being found. And also there's opportunity in that for you guys as well. Right. Yeah. Being found is hard when it's a noisy world. And uh, and I think you see all kinds of different messages um, being pushed out to you. Um, you get text on your cell phone. You have all these different ways that you can be found or that people can reach out. So when you have a noisy world, you have to really gravitate to what you know best. And for Cvent. We understand how to run great meetings and events, be that virtual, in-person, hybrid, webinars. We understand that really well. We've powered millions of events in our history. So we really know all the different best practices, benchmarks, things people should think about. And that's really driven our content strategy. It's hugely important that to be found, you need to first have a message that rises above that stands out from others. And one of the things that, that I see acutely, JD, in the software space specifically, are vendors that sound the same. They use the same sorts of words and descriptions and they're doing very different things, but it's I, I see some lazy messaging out there to be perfectly honest. Um, so being plain spoken is something that I've seen work. Be found with the right message. Don't just be pushing the product bits and bytes and the features. 
be talking about something that draws them in, give them practical advice that they need to do something better in their business or for their organization. Start with that. And that logically leads then to the products that you're selling ultimately. But if you have that unique expertise that people want, you can give them a path to success. And that leads to, to end up, uh, you know, ends up being a good result for the, the, the company that is out there. But be found when someone has a need with great content, be plain spoken, stand out, don't sound like everybody else. And have the right tools, right? And, and that's well, yes. come into play, right? Because yeah. you guys have expanded what you guys are doing, you know, considerably over the last few years and continue to grow. You know, that tool set and, and having that in the back pocket of, of a marketer, that's more important than ever before, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think you having the right mix, because one of the things too is, not everyone wants to interact with you like others do. Users are different than executives. And you know we've even seen from the events that we've powered that uh, one of the, the unique outcomes that we saw was from a virtual event perspective specifically, we were seeing our customers tell us that more executives were attending virtual events than in-person events, which is a bit of a surprise because you would think that um, that, that an executive would want to have that face-to-face -face experience if they are interacting with an organization or buying a, a big product for a, a lot of money, they want to be on site. But we found that with virtual events, if someone can interact with your brand for a couple hours, that's better than having to commit to two days coming to an event or driving across town. So these are some of the things that, that a great virtual event strategy can do where it can get different buyers. And that really goes to when, when I say be found when someone has a need, it's not the same message in the same channels. Different channels resonate with different buyers and levels and, and even verticals too. Um, you know, depending upon the industry and organization is in that you're targeting, um, there's different messages in places that they go that other verticals wouldn't necessarily go to. So it's being smart about the unique personas and needs of the buyers that are out there and having messages that work uniquely for that buying set. And I think more and more when someone is procuring a large dollar item, whether that's a consulting engagement, hardware, software, uh, it's a buying committee that you're interacting with. So the CIO has a different set of needs than the CFO, than the user, than the, the manager of the group potentially, right? So you have to really know what plays to those different groups and make sure that you have the right message in the right mix at the right time and place to resonate with these different buyers. Talk to me a little bit about that virtual event strategy and how that's continuing to shift and where you see that going. Because as we head out of the, the pandemic, uh, events are still going to be hybrid. They're, people found success in, in digital. They still have success in face-to-face. In -face. Where do yeah. you see things going? Yeah, so we, we envision something that we've called the golden age of events, where all these different event types are available to you. And, and let's talk about each one in turn. As we said, nothing's better than the power of face-to-face. -face. So the return to in-person is going to be dramatic because people are hungering for that in-person experience. It's literally in our DNA as people. Um, however, if you're having a lot of people on site, but you also can reach another audience like those executives that I talked about or people that might be in a far-flung geography that can't come on site, that's where hybrid really comes in. And being able to live stream components of your event and maybe even record components of your in-person event and quickly showing that out to the masses can bring in all the different people virtually. And I think we could have a whole other discussion on hybrid. Hybrid doesn't have to be an intergalactic 
enormously complex and expensive endeavor. If you have a two or three day event, maybe only stream or record portions of it. But that still means you can take all the hard work from all that time and effort in the event and show it to more people. And that's one of the things that's so great about hybrid is you're spending so much time getting the event right. So many times over the years, I've been struck with how much work that's gone into a three-day user conference. And once the last person leaves, it's over. But what if you can show the magic to more people online and the people in person? That's a win-win for everyone. So there's a thoughtful way that you can thread hybrid in there at the right time. But from a virtual perspective, virtual events will remain. Now, I think a lot of the two or three-day virtual events we saw will have an in-person element and a virtual element, the hybrid model I talked about. But I think there's a great place for virtual events to be multi-hour in many ways. So you're not having a, a two or three day virtual event, but you're having a two or three hour virtual event with different speakers, with networking. And that logically leads into up-leveling webinars. We're really passionate at CVEN about disrupting kind of the old webinar model. And I've been a both a recipient and a presenter in a lot of webinars where I've just droned on over top of a, a presentation that someone's seeing. They're not even seeing me speak in person and I might even be recorded. But now you can have webinars that are dynamic, that have engaging elements, that have chats and polls and gamification. You can have a webinar and meet before or after in a quick networking table and then jump into content and then meet again and discuss it. So there's so many dynamic things that you can now do with webinars. And this is why we think we're entering the golden age of events because in-person is gonna be hot, hybrid is going to be a strong option because you have such great ability to, to reach a larger audience. Virtual is gonna have its place and that's gonna to lead to better webinars. Collectively together, that means a more advanced and more impactful meetings and events program for those organizations that can fashion the right total event program strategy and really know what events to play at what times um, is going to be really important. But we're really excited about the future. Field marketers uh, have had an interesting last 24 months. Is the role of the field marketer, and stick with me for a minute, is the yep. role of the field marketer dead? Is it a digital marketer now? Is it a, a, a more of a, a generalist? Um, do you see that changing and where do you see that going? Yeah, so I don't think it's dead at all, JD. Um, certainly field marketers, if they're equated with in-person events, it's been a, a rough couple of years. But, um, but there's things like not just in-person events, but what are the local partners in certain regions that you need to know about? It's, it's having knowledge there. It's having knowledge of where are the digital hangouts and publications in these various regions and by vertical market and other things that field marketers can gravitate to. So I think there's no question that a classic field marketer has had to learn and adapt and embrace more of a digital content centric model, which is something that I know CDM media knows well. But at the same time, having a real deep understanding of the local marketplace, the partners that need to be um, partnered with, the publications that people read, the places they go, whether virtually in person, will always remain. So I think the field marketing world has adapted and changed a bit, but will still be a prominent part of the mix. You mentioned learn and adapt. Yeah. As and, and you mentioned earlier as well, you're a partner, not a vendor, you know, for, for these organizations. As a partner, how are you guys holding the, the hand of these field marketers, these organizations, as they're learning to adapt to the, the new way of doing business? And yeah, you know, JD, it's not easy, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. And I think we've, you know, learned along with our customers a lot. Like in this whole virtual um, meetings and events journey that we've all been on. 
Um, in the beginning, most of Cvent's revenue was tied to in-person events. Certainly people had used us for virtual and webinars and so forth, but really taking that journey with them was important. But you know, one of the things we did was, was hold the first virtual event on our new virtual platform as a Cvent event. And that was our, our user conference back in August of 2020. And we had you know, tens of thousands of, of attendees and registrants um, at that event. So as we did this, we learned so much. And a lot of that event was telling the marketplace how we pulled it off, the decisions we made. Um, it, was, it wasn't just talking about our product in that user conference. It was about the path to the event itself. We had studios that we um, used to, to have really good production values. We talked about why we decided to do that. We had people join from remote locations for live sessions. We had recorded sessions. So we talked about why we had a mix like that. And that gave people a roadmap to success. And that's what I was talking about earlier. It's not just about the products you sell. It's about the roadmap to success, which as much as anything is about the domain expertise that you have. Um, so our role as a guide has been to give that roadmap to success, give the solutions people need, and also connect them to others in the industry, connect them to peers, because it's really powerful. And I remember early on in the pandemic, one of the tactics that we employed was just meetups, virtual meetups with people that were going through this, oh my gosh, my event program has to stop, especially the in-person side. What am I doing about it? How do I think about events today? How do I go virtual? How do I cancel events? Are virtual trade shows worth it? All these decisions people are grappling with. When you're sitting at home grappling by yourself, that's one thing. When you can grapple with 10 or 20 other people or 100 that are going through your same problem, you're more likely to reach a good outcome or a solution by hearing from others than sitting at home behind your computer pondering the problem itself. So our ability to be an ecosystem provider to connect various parties has been something that we take a lot of pride in. And organizations that can do that and bring a community together to solve problems collectively are going to be in the best positions to win. It truly is building a community, right? And, and that is how I think marketers can succeed as they learn and, and adapt. But having that community um, built, you know, to, to close out here, Patrick, Talk to me, what's next? What's next for Cvent? Because you guys have had so much innovation over the last you know, two years and, and even well before that. As you guys are, are looking towards the future, and you mentioned hybrid earlier, but sure. what's, what's next as you guys are looking as an organization? Yeah, I think it's really harnessing the potential of the golden age of events and innovating in certain areas. One of those innovations was Cvent Studio, which was a way for you to have really compelling high production values in a virtual setting. So we are passionate about virtual events. We're passionate about helping organizations with any event and every event. You can work with Cvent for a small webinar or a webinar program. And you can work with Cvent for an entire total event program, which is a thoughtful mix of in-person, hybrid, virtual events and, and webinars. So we wanna be that organization that helps run any event and every event and everything in between. And you can start small or go big with Cvent right away, but we wanna have the thought leadership, the products and the community that we can apply to these small events and large events and everything in between to help the world succeed. And that's what we're entering into is as soon as, as, soon as the pandemic calms down or, um, or goes away or, or kind of 
mediates to some extent. Um, you know, uh, you know, I think we're going to be in this world where that golden age of events is absolutely there for the taking. And and one final point is we're so passionate about events, JD, because it gives you an immense ability to understand your buyer in a short period of time. When I mentioned digital marketing before, it takes a while to understand a buyer's interest when they're coming to your website a couple times a month and maybe interacting with you on social media. But if you can get someone at an event for hours or days, especially with the right technology like Cvent to monitor all your engagement activities, you can build an engagement score, understand who's most interested and what they're interested in and act accordingly. So that's the power of events is not just a fuzzy, hey, let's get together and meet. It's about digital tracking of information and putting that picture of interest together, which benefits the attendee because you know what their needs are and also benefits that the organization's putting on um, the event itself because you understand deeply who's interested in what. And that's immensely powerful these days. It, it, it's huge. I love that, that phrase, the power of events, because it truly, as we see here at CDM Media over the last nearly 15 years, um, and even over the, the pandemic running about 300 digital events, like that, just that power to connect, that, that, that power of events to move organizations and, and move people forward. It, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And, and also, J.D., I, I'd say, too, final point is that, you know, a lot of times you've heard over the years, oh, I want to reduce my event spend and do more digital spend. But a virtual event is a digital event. A webinar is a digital event. So events are now we're entering the realm of the digital marketing wheelhouse. And that's great. And that's, again, why we're talking about the golden age of events, because what we're seeing is that spend on events is not going down. Um, it's not a lower part of the overall budget, even when we were constrained. So that's another tailwind to the industry who's, who's running events that we think they're going to be bigger and better than ever going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Patrick, thank you so much for letting me pick your brain. And, and we're excited here at CDM Media to, to partner with, with Cvent, Patrick and his team as, as well. Um, it's going to be a great 2022. And, and don't hesitate to reach out to, to Patrick and um, the team over at, at Cvent as well. Thank you so much, Patrick. JD, thanks for having me. Great conversation today. Again, a big thank you to Patrick Smith for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Cvent, go to cvent.com. And for other episodes of CDM Media's Marketing Insights, along with our other podcast series, go to cdmmedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget, keep connecting.